Can I have everybody's attention? I'm looking for the guys who murdered my wife. <laughs> Thank you. I now have full control. Hi. You upgraded. Now you're stronger. Faster. Whoa, 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 whoa. Better than everyone else. What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode. This is number 40, and this week we are talking about uh, 2018 uh, or 19? 18. 2018's upgrade. Uh, Brooke, this is your pick. Uh, yeah. Do you want to <clears throat> give a bit of a reason yeah. why? Um, just I did have a movie picked in mind, but uh, I just really had an itching to rewatch this movie, so I've only watched it once. And it was like pretty much all when it came out. <clears throat> and uh, I know you hadn't seen it yet. And we've done a bunch of James Wan movies. And I totally blanked on Lee Wynell's name last week. <laughs> but uh, we haven't done a Lee Wynell movie yet. So I thought uh, this would be a good one to do. I've done a few more like older ones lately. So yeah, here we do a newer one. Yeah, cool. I dig it. All right. Uh, so before we get into this. Let's fucking crack them open. Let's crack these beers open. I'm drinking a Flying Monkeys Craft Brewery Juicy Ass IPA. Nice. I think I've had that one. Um, it's got a cool can on it. It does. I really like their beer. Um, I think they're out of what? Like Brampton, Ontario? Yeah, they're definitely Canadian. Um, Barry. Barry. Yeah. Their triple IPA is really good. Is it? It'll get you drunk though. Nice. I like getting drunk. <clears throat> yeah, me too. I am drinking a Black Oak Brewing Company uh, Nut Brown Ale. And they are from Toronto, Ontario. Nice. And I haven't tried this one yet. So we're, so. we're both drinking Toronto area beers. It's <laughs> hmm, <that's> good. <laughs> All right. Uh, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I haven't watched too much this week. I uh, did watch a couple of things. Uh, one non-horror and one horror, so I'll start with the non-horror. All right. A uh, little movie I've been kind of excited to watch just because the plot of it is the most ridiculous, well, not the most, one of the most ridiculous movie plots ever, uh, Seth Rogen's An American Pickle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it... It's bad, but good. Yeah. Like, it's it's not a good movie at all, but it's, I don't know. It's one of those, like, I'd probably watch it again, but. Yeah. Just, like, his, the one character he is, of, he's just his accent, the whole movie, is just amazing, and yeah, it's not that great, but it's definitely funny. Yeah. I was going to watch it, but I never got around to it this week. Yeah. So, I don't know, I was kind of disappointed, but, I mean, talking about a guy who gets pickled. Pickled. <laughs> <laughs> And the other movie I watched was uh, one that 
I think we talked about it last, you watched it last week. Uh, host. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Like the movie surprised the hell out of right? me. Right. It's like, fucking wicked. I even told Bettina, I was like, you need to watch this movie because she really liked those uh, unfriended movies. Yeah. And I was like, you'd really like this. So she watched it and she liked it too. Yeah. But man, like all around, like the acting's great. Even like the the work they did, like with the the demon and stuff, mm-hmm. like was like really well done. Yeah. And it's insane that they just like did it and like fucking came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like such a short time. Like they did all of it during COVID and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I was really surprised by it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed but, it. Uh, yeah. That's all I watched uh, this week. All right. What about you? Um, after I go through my movies, I have a question for you. It's kind of ironic that, uh, that you brought up Seth Rogen. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess I've only watched two movies too. Okay. One's like definitely non-horror and the other one, I guess is kind of horror, but it's not, I don't know. Anyways. But, uh, yeah. So my non-horror, I watched the gentleman. Nice. Fucking wicked movie. It is really good. So good. Yeah. I understand all the hype around it. Yeah. I was going to piss because like I rented it on like the Cineplex app in like five bucks. Yeah. I used the scene points or something like that. Then it came on Netflix like a month <laughs> later. I was like, what the hell? This movie's so new and it's yeah. on Netflix already. And yeah, I was like, really surprised that it was yeah, on That was a really good movie. Uh, and my next one, um, I kind of got a craving to watch Corpse Bride. Nice. I was just like browsing. I think it was Crave. I was just browsing through Crave and I was just like, yeah. oh, sick. I haven't watched this in forever. Yeah. So yeah, I tossed that on a couple nights ago. Nice. Um, I love that movie though. Yeah, I just watched it the first time a few months ago. For the first time? Yeah, we talked about it on here. Did we? I'm pretty sure we talked about it. We talked about it so much. I can't I remember it all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> all right. So my question. Yeah. Um, a couple of buddies of mine brought this question up. It's kind of the thing that's been going around on on uh, social media. Yeah. If you had to take away one of these actors in all the movies that they've ever done. Yeah. Seth Rogen, Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Or... Um, Will Ferrell. Yeah. Who would you do? That's an easy one for me. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Will Ferrell. Really? Oh, fuck you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Have you looked up like, his movies, though? I know, but people always think, the way I look at it, people always look, okay, see those four actors, obviously Jim Carrey, legend, Will Ferrell, legend, uh, Adam Sandler, legend. All their movies are great, and they think, like, oh, Seth Rogen, whatever. But the movies that Seth has like wrote yeah. and directed and produced and yeah. not like acted in are like so good. And some movies too that he's like, like we all, the three of us agreed, like in this group chat that we have, we agreed that we'd rather just kill ourselves than, yeah. than make the choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because like you look at all Seth Rogen's movies, like you said that he's produced or directed or wrote or whatever. Yeah. But then like you look at the movies that he's just had like even small parts in. Yeah. And it's just like, how do you take that away? Yeah, exactly. But then, like, with Will Ferrell, it's, like, SNL's gone. Exactly, yeah. Um, with Adam Sandler, SNL's gone. Yeah. With Jim Carrey, like, Ace Ventura and Living Color, yeah. all these mo- all these shows and movies are gone. It's, like, how the fuck do you yeah. do it? Like, I'd, yeah. I'd just rather kill myself. Yeah, because <laughs> every one of them have really good movies and then really shit movies. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And, like, it seems like, like, at first, before I really looked into it, I was, like, Rogan, 100%, yeah. hands down. 
get him out of here. I don't even care. Yeah. He's got like three good movies. Yeah. Then I looked through his list and I was like, okay, he has a yeah. lot of good movies. Yeah. It's also like kind of like a, like a ladder effect. Like if you take away Seth Rogen, <clears throat> super bad never gets made. Exactly. Jonah Hill doesn't become a big star. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Um, but yeah, not horror related, but still a good question. That is a good question. Yeah. I'd like to challenge the listeners to that as well. If you guys want to mm-hmm. hit the DMS with your answer, give us a reason why that's a good beer. <laughs> I can feel my ass getting juicy. Already. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, get those podcast shout outs out of here. Let's do it. Um, starting off, it's a horror podcast. These boys just, uh, released their Patreon or their new episode to Patreon um, on Alexandra Aha. And that was not really a name that I reckon or that I recognized. And yeah, me either. You said you had to look them up. I had to look them up too. But now that like you've mentioned the, the yeah. movies that he's in, it's like, oh shit, yeah, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Uh so yeah, if you guys are patrons of theirs, check it out. And if mm-hmm. not, then you'll see it on the mainstream in a couple of days, I guess. Uh, next up is the creepy crap podcast. He just released an episode <laughs> on probably the worst movie I've ever heard him talk about. Uh, tsunami. <laughs> I thought I would do a double take. When I looked, I haven't listened to the episode yet, but I was like, a suit. What? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's like, like there's some episodes that he does, and it's like, yeah, that movie does sound like shit, but like I kind of want to watch it at the same yeah. time. This one, no, I, I have no desire to even check it out. Even the guy who suggested, like, Ten Circle Horror suggested it to him, and yeah. even he like made an apology post and like went and watched the movie himself because he felt so bad because Daniel had to watch it, and it's oh, so geez. terrible. So yeah, uh, listen to the episode, stay away from the movie. Yeah. Uh, next up is We Love Horror. Um, Michael hasn't released anything since we last, uh, recorded. Um, so his latest episode is still, uh, his episode on Jeepers Creepers and I'm not sure what he's got coming out in the future, but, uh, you can look forward to that because everything he puts out is great. And lastly is our boy Chuck from Chuck goes to the movies and he just released his episode on Ace Ventura. Which is kind of ironic because of the question that I just threw out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a great episode as always. Um, they play a little game at the end and I, I messaged Chuck about it. I was like, this sounds like the funnest but hardest game I've ever yeah. heard in my life. Yeah. That's six degrees of separation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the episode quite a bit. Me too. I liked it. And that's all I got. You cool. got anybody? That's no? it. Are right, you ready to get into this? Yeah, let's get into it.
All right. So like we said in the intro this week, we're talking about 2018's Upgrade. Yes. And this is another Blumhouse movie. Yep. Um, one of their like 5,000 that they have out. Yeah. Uh, the synopsis set in the near future technology controls nearly all aspects of life. But when the world of gray, a self-labeled technophobe is turned upside down, his only hope for revenge is an experimental computer chip implant. It's long winded. Yeah. Uh, this movie was directed by Lee Wanell, which Brooke kind of made reference to at the start there. Um, this is only his third released direct mm-hmm. directed movie, I should say. Um, so he's also done Invisible Man, Insidious Chapter 3, and he's got three that are in pre-production right now. Dude, I'm so excited. <sighs> Me too. Holy fuck. <laughs> uh, he's got Wolfman coming out with Ryan Gosling. Amazing. Love it, yeah. Uh, he's got an Upgrade TV show coming out. Sick. And then I'm guessing it's a remake of Escape from New York. Yeah. That I had no yeah. fucking clue was being made. <laughs> but I saw that. I was like, oh, that's sick. Dang. That's there's, like the two, the Wolfman and uh, Escape from New York. Like, that's a lot to take on, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Those are like big name movies that you're trying to recreate. Yeah. Um, have you watched Escape from New York yet? No, I haven't. I'm going to fucking smack <laughs> you across this table. Uh. So the cast of Upgrade, top four, um, we have Tom Hardy. I mean, uh, Logan Marshall Green. I'm sorry. sure this guy is fucking <laughs> sick of that. Oh, my God. I said to Sarah, I'm like, this guy looks like Tom Hardy if he didn't work out. Yeah. Like, seriously. Anyways, his real name is Logan Marshall Green, and he played Gray. Yeah. And uh, he is honestly like Tom Hardy's twin. Yeah. I, I love this actor. Man. He is good. He is so good. Yeah. Uh, so he's in The Invitation, which is a fantastic movie. Yeah. Uh, he was in Devil, which we've mentioned a lot. Oh, yeah. He is like. on Devil. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember who the other actors were that we've talked about that are in that, but. Yeah. There's been like this. Uh, the think's... girl from a Triangle, I think. Was she in it? Oh, maybe. Maybe. But I feel like this is like the third time I've referenced this movie. Yeah. Uh, he was also in Prometheus. Uh, Snowden yep. and the OC from way back in the day. Yep. And uh, also Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next up is Harrison Gilbertson and he played Aaron mm-hmm. and he is in need for speed. The movie uh, in the tall grass, look away. I hated it in the tall grass. I never watched it. Cause like I heard so much shit yeah, about it and I, I just said, like fuck it. it. I'm not even going to bother. Uh, he was in look away. That's one that you just watched not too long ago, right? Was that that one? Oh, yeah. He is in that. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was also in Haunt, but yeah. like not the good Haunt. It was like a shitty yeah. one. From he looks different in this movie. He has like blonde hair. Yeah. 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 Because I think in Look Away, he had like darker hair, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, next up is Benedict Hardy, and he played Wilson Fisk. <laughs> That's what I kept saying in the whole movie. <laughs> no, his character's name is just Fisk. Um, he's from Hacksaw Ridge, uh, also the Invisible Man, and the Luminaries. And I didn't really I recognize mean, anything yeah. else that he was in. Yeah, me either. But he looks really recognizable. I don't know if it's just he does. Yeah, like from Invisible Man for me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I've seen that Nectrotonic movie on uh, Shutter. 
I haven't watched it yet, though. Oh, yeah, I have seen that, actually. Hmm. Good call. Uh, And lastly is Betty Gabriel, and she played Cortez, who was the cop in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, She's from Get Out, uh, The Purge, Election Year. Is she the, the, the maid? Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. And she's also in Unfriended Dark Web, which is another Blumhouse movie. That's the one that you like, right? Love that movie. Yeah. I love both of the Unfriended movies, but that one is like way better in my yeah. opinion. All right. That's all I got. Do you have I anyone got else? Anything else? All right. Let's jump into her then. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So the movie opens up with uh, some pretty cool credits. There's like a computer voice like saying like the opening credits. And at first, because I put the subtitles on, I was like, Wait, is this like a special like audio? I was thinking that too, yeah. <laughs> I almost thought it was like the like the menu, like the opening That's menu. That's what I thought thing. too, yeah. So those are pretty cool like credits, like different to like the robots like naming off all the stuff, like the mm-hmm. production company and stuff like that. Um, so it opens up with Gray, our main character. He is uh, working on a oldie car, listening to some blues blues music, and he's like fixing up the car trying to get it to start and he gets it to start and he says to it like oh i love you <laughs> to the car and he he's like done fixing his car and then i think he gets like a message from like a robot i think saying like his wife is almost home yeah so he goes out to the then the driveway and then his house is like super nice and you just see this like weird ass like looking car like it's almost like a tesla kind of i was gonna say it looks like elon musk's like newest creation cyber truck yeah Yeah. that thing yeah so uh his wife asha is inside the car and like it's one of those cars that like drives itself super futuristic Mm -hmm. and then he has this like old school car and stuff like that it's like from the 70s i don't know what kind of car it was but yeah yeah and uh so they go inside in the house like talk to asha stuff like that and she's doing this like fancy stuff like on the table and gray's like kind of like making jabs at the computer and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh she's like oh what do you want to do for dinner and he's like oh no she's like you want to print a pizza <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what he's like how do we make a pizza yeah and it's funny that like in the synopsis it says that he's a technophobe but i didn't really like see it as that i just thought it was like a guy who like doesn't like technology like just yeah. wants to like be a guy like living in the past I yeah think. like he's not ready to like kind of transition into the future kind yeah. of thing yeah so yeah gray doesn't really like technology all that much so he pretty much fixes like old school cars for people like mainly rich people because they have all the money <laughs> so he's uh this car he was fixed at the beginning he's driving to one of his clients named aaron and uh, Ash's car like follows behind her like by itself. It's so weird. Um, so they go down and they come to like this fucking like river kind of thing, like these rocks. And then Ash is like, "Oh, like where's his house?" And then Gray's like, "Oh, watch this!" And they go underground. This guy's like fucking yeah, house. That's so fucking cool. crazy. So Aaron is is like. <laughs> playing with like this cloud that's like in the middle <laughs> of the fucking thing and uh gray goes up to him he's like oh he's like what's that it's like oh it's my my cloud <laughs> it's like this is a normal thing <laughs> yeah like can you not see what it is yeah 
And uh, Gray, like, introduces Asha to Aaron, and he's, like, kind of, like, weird. Like, you can tell he doesn't, like, get it very much at yeah. all. And he seems, like, <clears throat> super young, too. He like, does. Considering the fact yeah. that he owns this huge-ass company. Yeah, so he owns a company named uh, Vessel Computers. Yeah. And you learn that Asha works for a company named Cobalt, who they make and manufacture robotic limbs for wounded soldiers that come back from war. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, like almost a competitor of stem yeah in a sense but like not at the time kind of yeah like she kind of made reference like oh like we're not as big as stem but like we're we're or as big as vessel but like we're getting there yeah. or something like that and uh yeah so aaron uh mentioned the stem to them and he goes and like shows them stem it's like this little i don't know looks like a microchip, microchip. Yeah. and he's like telling them like all about stem how stem will like just gonna change the world and like it will help people like just change the world pretty much. And then um, Gray makes like a little joke like, "Well, does it make babies and play football?" <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron's like, "No, like this thing's gonna change the world." Yeah. So they drop off the car to Aaron. They're <laughs> heading back home in their car, and uh, Gray's like making jabs against like technology because the car's like driving itself. And she's like, well, you know, cars, self-driving cars have, like, their mind of their own or have, like, um, positives yeah. or something like that. So she, like, hops on his lap and they start making out. And then um, Greg notices that the car is, like, taking them somewhere else. And he's, uh, he's like, no, this is, like, not where we're supposed to go. And Ash is like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, he's just going around traffic. Yeah. And he's like, no, this is like my old uh, neighborhood. I forget what I didn't write it down, but his old neighborhood that he used to live in. And so they're trying to stop the car, but it keeps saying like an error, error. And they're going down like this kind of alleyway. And then Greg gets the seatbelt on her and then it like crashes and he gets fucked up. And they crash in like kind of like a... It's like a pier or something. It's like the homeless place in LA called. Oh, it was like all like the tents and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, something Skid Row. I can't remember. What I think it's called. Skid Row, but uh, anyway, so yeah, they crash the car and they're like in it. Then these guys show up with guns and stuff like that. They pull them out of the car, and there's like a police uh, drone up top, like videotaping everything. And they're like crawling away. And then the one guy who uh, Fisk, who you don't know is Fisk at this point, but he shoots Asha. And uh, she's like on the ground dying, and then Gray's crawling towards her, and Fisk goes up to him and shoots him in the back of the neck, and then he can't move at all, but he's still alive. Mm-hmm. And Asha dies right uh, right beside him, pretty much. And <clears throat> then you get this cool shot of like the camera, like goes up to the drone, then it kind of like does like a three sixty, mm-hmm. and then ends up back into the next shot, which is uh, Greg in the hospital. Yeah. Um, he's quadriplegic from the neck down. He can't feel anything. Uh, three months later, he's in a wheelchair. He's now quadriplegic, like I just said. Uh, in his apartment, he has like these arms and robotic arms, like take care of him and stuff. So it's like kind of funny that he's this guy who like hates technology. Now mm-hmm. he has to depend on technology to yeah. take care of him. 
And at one point, like, he even breaks down crying because, like, he can't do anything for himself. Like, yeah. it's all these fucking robots. Like, his mom's there with the nurse, and then the nurse just, like, leaves because, like, there's nothing for her to do. Yeah. <laughs> the robotic arms will take care yeah. of everything. And she's, like, showing the mom, like, oh, like, all these cool things. And then she says, oh, like, computer or whatever, make protein shake. It makes this, like, disgusting, like, green protein <laughs> shake. Just, like, hands it to him, and he's just sitting there. Yeah. He has this little charging pad that he goes on and just like charges the wheelchair for him. Yeah. So his mom leaves and then he's uh, at the dinner table like having dinner and then the fucking computer asks him like, oh, will Asha be joining us for dinner? And it's like, oh my God. Yeah, it's rough. Fuck. So we got the mom's like taking care of him. Um, she's like feeding him and stuff like that and then he just starts crying like you said. Like mm-hmm. he just lost his wife and he can't do anything for himself. Mm-hmm. So this is where we meet uh, detective Cortez. Um, so they haven't uh, found the guy, found out who the guys were that uh, tracked them down. And was this the part where he goes to the station first? Uh, yeah. 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 It was, it was. Yeah. So he goes to the station and meets with Cortez She's like, oh, it's good to see you at the house and, you know, out and about. And he's like, well, I mean, just seeing if you guys have found anyone yet. And she's like, no, we haven't. And Gray's going on about how, well, you guys have all these drones and computers and shit that do your work for you. Like, I was right there. And she's like, yeah, but I couldn't get some information and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, well, like, I want to help. And she's like, okay, well, you can help us, you know, whatever, with whatever. Meanwhile, in the back of her head, she's laughing like, ha ha, how are you going to help us? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Gray goes back to his uh, house and he's just like sitting quietly, goes up to the counter. And there's like a robot arm there and it's he says to him like, all right, uh, time for evening medicine or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it goes down, injects thing into his hand. And then it says like something, okay, inject something. And he's just sitting there, like, thinking a bit. And then he's, like, uh, failure, like, something went wrong, like, inject again. And it, like, injects him again. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, failure, inject again. And he keeps, like, injecting him, like, five times. Yeah. And then finally the thing's, like, okay, like, no, like, <laughs> I'm calling an ambulance. And he's, like, no, just keep, like, injecting me. Yeah. So he's obviously, like, trying to commit suicide by just getting, like, overdose. Yeah. So the uh, computer calls an ambulance for him. Um, he's in the hospital, he wakes up and Aaron comes in, looks like he's ready for COVID. He's got, the, <laughs> he's, did, yeah. he's got the fucking mask on the gloves and he's pretty much saying like, Oh, like I don't get out in my house that much. So. Yeah. Um, Blum has predicted the future. Yeah. <laughs> so he's basically offering gray to give him stem to walk again. And Gray's like, no, like, I'm not looking for a new life. I'm looking for the off switch. And then uh, Aaron just, like, just starts walking away and then looks back and says, oh, like, what? What would she want? Yeah. So, uh, this part, like, Sarah watched a good, ha- like, first half of this with me. Mm-hmm. And this part, like, really annoyed her. And, like, I didn't really think anything of it until she mentioned it. But, like, Aaron goes in there acting like they're best buds. Like, they've they've known each other for like a few years kind of that's thing. true and he's like well what would she want yeah and she's like you don't fucking know what she would yeah. want you met her for five minutes that's true like sarah just made reference like yeah. she just made a mention like well like it's kind of unrealistic 
in yeah. a sense. But then, like, yeah, the, the ending it yeah. kind of like ties it all together. But yeah, yeah, I definitely get that. You also don't like know how long he's been his like client for. Well, that's what I said to her too. I'm like, he just built a guy a car. Like, they probably have been in conversations yeah, he could have for like months now. Cars too. Yeah, so. true. Anyway, so Gray goes to Aaron's to get the operation done. Uh, Fucking, I was watching this patina and like the fucking surgery scene. Oh, dude, I couldn't do it, man. I had to look away. Like, oh, it was rough. So gross. I was really surprised by that. I was just like, oh, god damn, yeah, that's like, realistic. Cuts him down. I was like, through like, oh, it looks like a fucking bloody vagina or something. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's what you think it looks like? like Probably. Brooke's never seen a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he gets a uh, stem put into him and, uh, Gray's like awake now in the wheelchair and then Aaron tells him like, all right, like let's see, like raise your hand. And he starts like moving his fingers and he raises his hand there and like kind of in shock at first. It's like nothing happens. And then the nurse like tells him like Aaron, like, like this is a, like a brand new thing. Like it may take months for it to get like started. Yeah. And then he just raises his hand and then Aaron's like, all right, you get up and walk now. Yeah. So then Gray gets, excuse me gets up and starts like walking like that. And, uh, Aaron tells him like, okay, like no one, excuse me, no one can know about this. Um, sign this confidential agreement because like guy was par- like paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Like he can't this, just fucking, you know, get up and start walking around yeah, again. He's a test subject. And like, this has not been approved by yeah. like FB, FDA or anything like that. Yeah. So, uh, Gray's like kind of like asking him questions about it, and Aaron set, tells him like, "No, like you're not a robot. Stem just pretty much connects like your brain to your um, limbs and like nerves and yeah. stuff like that. Like you're doing everything. It's just Stem is like helping you mm-hmm. connect it all. It's a really fucking cool concept. Like, yeah, I yeah. I would be interested to see if this is our future. Yeah, definitely. So Gray comes home. He like comes into his house in the wheelchair, obviously, because he can't be walking around. And then he, like, gets in there, like, gets up his wheelchair, starts walking, and then lets the computer's like, welcome home, Gray. And they're just like, shut up. <laughs> and it's like, did you tell me to shut up? And he's like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> so he's, like, sitting down, having a drink. He's, like, looking at the video, drone footage. And then, like, all of a sudden, Stem, like, this guy like starts talking to him yeah, and he's like freaking out. He's like, uh, hello. <laughs> and he's like, and then stems like, Oh, hello. He's like, did you look at the footage or something like that? Yeah. And he's like, wait, who are you? He's like, Oh, I'm stem. He's like, can people hear you? And he's like, no, like I hear the sound waves in your voice or something yeah. like that. And he's like, can you stop talking? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Stop talking. <laughs> and he's like sitting there, like freaked the fuck out. Yeah. And he's like, am I crazy? Am I crazy? Am I going insane? <laughs> and he's just like sitting there waiting for an answer. Nothing happens. And he's like, STEM, am I insane? No, you have PTSD systems, but no, you're not insane. <laughs> and, uh, and then also he asks like Stem, like, can you read my mind? And Stem's like, no, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Stem like asks him, like, oh, like, look at the drone footage. You you missed something. 
So he looks at the drone footage and then he's like, zoom in on to the guy who shot Asha. He's like, he didn't shoot him with a gun. And Dre's like, yeah, he did. Yeah. He's like, no, he didn't. He's zooming closer. You can see that there's no gun in his hand, that the gun was inside his hand. Yeah, it was like, like an implant. Yeah, Gray's like, what the fuck? And then Stem like says, like, also look at the guy who has a tattoo on his arm. Yeah. And then Gray's like, I can't say anything. Like zooms in super close. And he's like, I can't make that out. He's like, it looks like a military tattoo. And then Stem, he's like, All right, hold on a sec. He's like, hold this paper up to your eye. (laughs) Just like fucking like sketches the the fucking thing like perfectly. So then Stem reads the uh, the drawing and it has like this guy's like name, address, everything. He find out he was uh, like in the military and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then I thought it was funny. Uh, after this, Gray's like, "I got you, you sons of bitches." Yeah, it's like the same line that we just talked about in the yeah, end. True. <laughs> uh, and uh, so then Gray's like, "All right, well, we got the guy. Like Stem, call Cortez." And then Stem's like, no, you can't call Tor Cortez because how can you prove that Yeah, that he's the guy? Without giving away the fact that he has Stem implanted. Yeah, him. exactly. Yeah. That he can walk around again. Yeah. So um, Gray pulls up to this guy's house uh, in the wheelchair. <laughs> I guess he just like pulls up. <laughs> I don't know how far away he lives. But uh, yeah, he gets up and he's just like, lock chair. <laughs> There's like locks. Oh, was this? No, this. There's is, two scenes yeah, when this happens. Right, yeah. right. The uh, second one was fucking hilarious. It was, yeah. Um, so this guy like leaves. Gray goes into this guy's house. It's kind of like run down. Um, he goes up to the door and the stems like, oh, it's locked. Like, don't like don't bust the door down. And Gray's like, oh, I got this. Just like picks the lock, goes yeah. in, and then he's like about to walk in. And stems like, wait, remove your shoes. And he's like, kind of like. He's telling Gray like what to do and shit like that, and he's like, "Look at the messages on the table." And he like moves this table and has like all these like messages and shit like that. So he finds this uh, old bar that used to be in his old neighborhood. I think it's called. It comes up later. Something about bones. Something bones. Old dog. Old dog. Um, <clears throat> which is in uh, Gray's old neighborhood. He used to live in. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like looking around, and uh, the guy comes home. And uh, Stem tells Gray, like, hide, hide in the corner. And Gray's, like, hiding in the corner. And then um, the guy, like, comes in. He's looking around. And the guy's back, uh, back is to Gray. And Stem's like, now make your move. And the guy's like, Gray's just stay in their corner, scared to make a move. <laughs> and then the guy sees him in the reflection and turns around and they start fighting. Yeah. And this scene is fucking nuts. Man, it's so wicked. Oh, man. As soon, like, I've never, I never heard of this movie. And then I saw some, like, YouTubers, like, have the Red Band trailer on. Oh, okay. And the Red Band trailer was, like, pretty much this whole scene almost. Yeah. And, man. So, uh, Gray's getting his ass kicked by this guy. <laughs> the guy's, like, pretty much, like, Gray, like, what are you doing here, man? He's like, you need to get the fuck out of here. And Gray's like, no, like you kill my wife, like, give me a name. And the guy's like, you need to get the fuck out of here. Like, kind of, like, trying to help him out a bit. Yeah. So, clearly, he knows Gray a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, Gray's, like, getting his ass kicked by this guy. And and then he has him on the, gra- gra- on the ground. And then Gray's like, Stem, like, help me. And Stem's like, 
I need you to give me permission. And he's getting his ass kicked. He's like, all right, Stan, you got my permission. And then just like, he grabs a guy's hand, like yeah. fucking breaks it. Like, uh, fucking like pushes him up against the wall. And there's like his fucking movements. Like it's such a, so robotic. Like, yeah. But like the Logan, Mar- or Logan Marshall green did such a good job. with yeah. this. like, he like throws a guy into the kitchen and Gray's like body's robotic, but his face is like, ah, he like goes <laughs> in the kitchen. The guy like comes at him and, uh, he like picks up a plate, smashes it on his head. Yeah. Gray's just like, oh, what the fuck? And like drops another <laughs> plate, smashes it. He's like, you gotta stop this. <laughs> yeah. The guy like falls down and, uh, Gray's like, all right, man, like stay, stay down, stay the fuck down, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't control this. And then the guy picks up a knife and Gray's like, Stam, he's got a knife. <laughs> and then, so do we. <laughs> yeah. And then he's just like, so do we. Like, fucking grabs the guy's hand, like breaks his hand. Yeah. And then uh, just like stabs him, but it's like so robotic and his face is just like he's so shocked as yeah. of what he's doing. <laughs> And then the guy like falls in there on the ground and the guy um, stems like, all right, we got to, got to kill him. And then he just like goes up behind him, fucking takes the knife and just fucking pulls it up his mouth. Yeah. And so fucking gross. Basically like gives him a joker, but like yeah. straight to his fucking and ears. Pretty Bettina <laughs> was grossed out by this. Oh scene. man. It was so, there's only like, what, like maybe four kills in yeah. the movie and two of them are the fucking coolest kills I've ever seen oh, in a movie. Oh man, yeah. And th- like this is yeah. one of them. Like this kill was fucking nuts. Like yeah. you don't expect it at all, man. And like it shows it all. Like oh, yeah. just the guy's mouth gets off. Yeah. Like I thought they were just going to leave him. Yeah. And then all <laughs> of a sudden they just fucking cring. Yeah. And oh. he's eating a knife. And then <laughs> Fucking Gray just starts throwing up everywhere because yeah. <laughs> he he's like so grossed out by what he just did. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, fuck. He's like, he's like, I just killed a guy. <laughs> and then he's like, Stem's like, all right, we have to get out of here. We have to clean up, and get out of here. And, and then Gray's like, all right, man, let's give me one second. Stem's like, <laughs> one second has passed. And he's like, fucking hold on. <laughs> so uh, Stem's like, all right, you need to get rid of the evidence. Um, he's like, well, how am I supposed to get rid of do that? And he's like, you need to get, you get, need to get rid of everything you touched. And then Gray's like, the fuck, man, I touched everything <laughs> in here. And then Stem's just like, oh, I have a record of everything you touched. And it's like, fuck, there's going to be a while cleaning. Yeah. So the uh, Cortez is at the um, autopsy of the guy that they just killed. And uh, there's like, the uh, coroner is telling Cortez that this guy's like wired up, has like wiring all through his like mouth and his body. And then inside his arm, there's like this gun that has like fucking um, a chamber and shit. Like yeah. they come out of his hands and stuff like that. It's fucking cool. Like they show it, it later is. on. Yeah. And then before Cortez leaves, she asks uh, the coroner like, Oh, what about the, the stuff we found on the, the porch? He's like, oh, it was just like a regular engine grease. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of like, all right, well, she may clue in that it's gray a bit yeah. because he's like probably one of the only guys that work on these old cars. Right? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so you learn that, uh, so Gray goes back to Aaron's and you learn that Aaron can track 
um, stem or gray pretty much yeah. with uh, his technology. And then Aaron's like kind of pissed at gray that he like went walking around and did all this investigative shit. And then gray's like, well, did you didn't tell fucking tell me the thing could talk to me. <laughs> and then gray's or Aaron's like, what? It can talk to you. Yeah. He has no idea. Yeah. And then back to the station, Cortez sees gray, like just driving around on his like wheelchair around the neighborhood. Yeah. I thought he was just that. <laughs> he looks so funny. Just fucking. He does. Yeah. He, he's like on a mission, but he's driving like one kilometer an hour. Yeah. Just... So Cortez is uh, back at uh, Gray's garage, asking him questions. Pretty much like, mm-hmm. oh, like you fix these cars. Like I'm looking to get one of these cars. Like mm-hmm. would you be able to hook me up with this? And Gray's like, nah, like I'm not selling. He's like kind of like like interrogating him a bit, and then Stan's like talking to him. He's like, he's like, don't, uh, don't look, don't like uh, look off into the distance or something like that, because yeah. like she's catching on to you, like lying and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Cortez leaves. Um, Gray has to go to the uh, the old bones bar that he uh, tracked before, and. Uh, Stem's like telling him, like pretty much like warning him, like don't go there because Aaron can track you and he may shut Stem down remotely because he doesn't want you going walking around with his uh, his baby around. Yeah. So um, Gray goes to this bar. It's like not on like the radar or something. Like it's not like it's off the grid. Off the grid, yeah. And like right on the fucking door, it says like no earpieces. No uh, radios or something. Whatever like their that. currency is, too. Like, oh, in the future, yeah. Like, they only use cash now. Like, this bar only uses cash or something. Yeah. And then, like, Gray, like, walks in with this, like, fucking earpiece in. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, he goes up to the bar. It's like all these fucking sketchy people. And he goes up to the bar guy. He asks for a drink. And uh, he, like, gets a drink, like, on the rocks. <laughs> and then. He's in his wheelchair, and then he just, like, asks the guy. He's like, hey, buddy, mind uh, holding this glass somewhere I can fucking drink it? <laughs> it's like, man. And Buddy does it, too. He does, laughing. yeah. He just, like, chugs it. I was like, there's no way this guy's going to do it, and then he ends up doing <laughs> no. it. And uh, so then Gray, like, goes to the middle of the, the bar, and he's like, hey, can I get everyone's fucking attention? He's like, looking for someone who killed my wife, and... Pretty much like talking about um, how some guy like ended up dead and stuff like that. Then this uh, big, huge guy like gets up. He's like fucking like six eight. Oh yeah, he's massive. He's massive. Um, so he goes up. He's kind of like laughing. He's like kind of like picking fun at uh, Gray, and uh, Gray's like talking back to him. Like he's like, uh, oh, you keep talking to me like that. He's like I'm gonna smash your head in. Like I did the. <laughs> your friend there yeah. and the guy's like laughing at him stuff like that because Gray's in a wheelchair right yeah and they just like grabbed gray like walked him to the back like he's <laughs> like laughing <laughs> and uh on the way to the back of like all these fucking gross like bathroom stalls and shit like yeah. that um oh also uh aaron is now tracking uh gray as well yeah and on the way back there stem tells um gray I'm gonna. I'm temporarily temporarily blocking your pain interceptors, and probably a good thing. Um, also, um, one thing that I noticed that I forgot to mention before 
if you notice during the fight scene before Gray moves his own head with his hands. Oh. Like Stem uses his hand to move his head. Okay. It's because Stem doesn't have control oh. of his head out. Just his neck. I never noticed that. Yeah. That's fucking So the cool one though. part where he like moved his head like twice to dodge the, the fists. Oh. Because Gray didn't know to fight. So yeah. Stem like moved it for him. That's fucking cool. Yeah. I never even clued into yeah. that. That's really cool. Yeah. Good job, Lee. Yeah. Um, so they have like Gray at the back. There's like the big guy and then like three other smaller guys like dump Gray's body. And he's like kind of asking like Gray, like, you really like uh, can't feel anything down there? <laughs> and like gets this knife. He like puts it like in his leg. And then he's like, they like have a conversation and like write it all down. But then he, um, he like stabs it into Gray's leg and he's like, all right, I guess you really don't feel anything. Yeah. And he goes up to like his chest and that they're going back and forth and Gray's like still like smart talking to him. Like he doesn't give mm. a fuck. He's like, I don't feel anything. Man. Yeah. He like stabs him in the chest and he's like, all right, you really, you know, and then he goes up to like, well, I gotta find that sweet spot. So to his neck and then Gray like kind of moves and the guy's like, all right, well, that's your sweet spot, eh? Yeah. And um, so he's about to kill Gray, and then Gray, like, mentions something about, oh, did you have that gun implanted uh, just like your buddy who we just killed or whatever? And, uh, yeah, and then Stem takes over for, uh, or, you know, Gray, like, gives him permission again to yeah. take over. Stem needs permission in order to take over. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then... Um, yeah, fucking Gray goes fucking nuts on these guys. He's just, like, punching the fuck out of the other guys. He, at one point, like, swings up on, like, the, the lighting fixture and then, yeah. like, kicks a guy. And then um, the big guy, like, comes at him, like, grabs him, tackles him. And then Gray just, like, fucking, like, pushes, like, a wire into his back. Electrocuted. He gets, like, electrocuted, like, falls on the ground. He's, like, pretty much, like, passed out. And then Gray, like, just, like, hops onto him and he's, like, says something stupid this is like the one line i fucking hated but he's like oh you didn't know i was a fucking ninja oh yeah <laughs> i was gonna say i forget what he said but yeah i remember yeah. that and then gray's like uh we may be able to like kick ass but we are in fact not a ninja <laughs> he's like don't get cocky like yeah <laughs> um so then gray like has the guy's knife like at his face he's like tell me who like like, did you kill my wife? He's like, yeah, I was there with, I was there when he did it. And he's like, give me a name. And he's like, nah, he's just like, last night, give me a name. Yeah. And then Stem's like, you got to like, get him to say something to you. Mm -hmm. So Gray's like about to like stab him in the neck or do something. And he's like, ah, I can't do it. I feel like he was like going to cut his ear off. Yeah. Like, so he looked like, like he was that. playing around with his ear. Yeah. He was going to hear that. So then he's like, ah, I can't do it. So then Stem's like, well, I can do it. I'll get him to talk. <laughs> And then, like, the camera's facing Gray's face, and you just, like, he's, like, looking away, and Sam's like, you don't have to look. Yeah. <laughs> you just hear, like, this, like, fucking cutting going on for, like, a good, like, two minutes. Yeah. And then Sam's like, all right, I'm done. He's, he, he's going to talk now. Yeah. And then Gray, like, slowly looks down the guy's face, and it's fucking just bloody as fuck. Just ribbons. fucking million cuts on his face. He looks like Edward Scissorhand, but, like, not, yeah, like still bloody now with the scars yeah so uh 
so yeah, he the guy finally talks. He mentions uh, Tolan, the name Tolan. He's Tolan. Oh, he's Tolan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So his name is Tolan. He says that uh, it was a job, and that Fisk paid him. Yeah. Um. Then they he pulls out this like kind of like thing and says cobalt on it and cobalt was the company that asher worked for yeah so um yeah they find out that a guy named fisk paid him uh cobalt may be involved and that it was a job that they were hired to do it so then uh gray or stem starts getting shut down so gray's like losing uh feeling in his foot and uh Stem's like, all right, we need to find a hacker. And he like he's like, grab a pen. And he like gets a pen and he starts like writing down like all this fucking numbers and yeah. shit. And uh, he's like, Yeah, I need to find a hacker. And he's like, Where the fuck am I gonna find a hacker? And he's like, Oh, I've already <laughs> like been looking for one for the past like twelve hours of being together. Yeah. I knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> and he's like, All right, like his arms like full of fucking yeah. markings and uh Greg leaves the bar and then he like sees his chair there and he's like, all right, we need to get going. There's another guy like with his chair and another wheelchair. And then, um, Gray's like, all right, lock chair and the chair locks. And the guy's like, Gray says to the guy, Hey, keep an eye on my chair, buddy. And he's like, faker. (laughs) (laughs) And then buddy gets up out of his own wheelchair, walks over (laughs) and sits down in gray. It's like fucking uh, Ray off trailer park boys. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Uh, Yeah. So funny. So yeah, gray's like starting to lose consciousness in his legs and shit like that. And Aaron's like shutting him down at the computer. And then gray gets to this apartment building and he gets to these buttons, and I never noticed it the first time, but did you see the Easter egg here? James Wan? Yeah. Or Jay Wan, yeah. I should say. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, there was another, I looked at the trivia after this, but I noticed this like, just by myself. Yeah. Looking. Apparently, like uh, on one of the walls, you can see the Saw doll graffitied onto the wall. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see it either. I saw the Jay Wan. Yeah. Because it was the only name that was up there, pretty much. Yeah. So it was kind of like noticeable, but yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, Gray's like getting up, trying to get to the apartment. He's like pretty much like losing all of the fucking, um, movement in his, uh, body. Uh, the guy from the beginning who is Fisk gets to, uh, Tolan and he sees Tolan there and Tolan's dead and he kind of like puts his like finger or something in his eye, like. There's like a little needle that comes out yeah, of his finger. Fucking too. disgusting. I was gonna ask what you thought of that. <laughs> and then he just like looks through the guy's excuse me, vision and he sees pretty much who like just killed him. Yeah, it's like a, a replay of his memories. <clears throat> yeah. So um Are you gonna talk about the confrontation with the bartender? Yeah, I was just looking okay. to see if that was coming up or was this okay. here. So yeah, this guy Fisk and another guy with like long hair. They get up to, like, the bartender, and they're like, all right, like, who was the guy that came in? The bartender's like, I don't know. Like, I'm fucking sick and tired. I'm like, I'm not here to, you know, help protect you guys and shit like that. Yeah. It's like, I'm not helping you guys. Like, I'm done. <clears throat> and he, like, has a gun, and he's, like, pointing at him. And then Fisk's, like, little side buddy there, like, 
steps in front of him. Fisk is like, all right, you don't have to take any more bullets for me. So obviously, yeah. like, he's taking some bullets for him. And uh, Fisk, like, goes up to him. And he just, like, he sneezes. And he's just like, oh, excuse me. And you just see these little, like, fucking micro particles, particles like, yeah. come out. And, like, they fling out these blades. Yeah. And, like, go into, like, his fucking nose. And then he just, like, starts sniffing. And just fucking drops dead. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I forgot about this kill scene whenever I was talking about them earlier, but like this one's not graphic at all. It's just like it's kind of a cool and innovative way. Yeah, because this guy's like pretty much like a robot, but Mm -hmm. he's like fucking human. Yeah. So uh, Gray's like almost at the apartment. He made it up to like the fifth floor. He can't walk anymore. He can only crawl. He gets up to like the door and then he like can't move at all. He just like fucking hurls his body (laughs) at the door. And, uh, this like girl opens up the door and she's like what do you need and he like cows the cash he's like here cash I need you to hack something for me and she's like what she's like she's like what computer I was like the one in my neck <laughs> um <clears throat> so they get into the apartment then there's like all these like people VR in around gray and uh so fucking weird yeah it is weird and she's like she's like doing the hacking shit on him. He's like asking her about like, who are these people like VR and like, what, how, what are they doing for? She's like, Oh, no, like some of these were for like days, weeks, months. months. <laughs> and he's like, fuck people are not anything better to do with their lives. Like, yeah. She's like, well, the VR, the fake world is like safer than the real, real world. Yeah. Or something like that. And like hooked up to these fucking IV bags and shit. Oh, like I know. That. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. So she like finishes up and then she's like, all right, it's going to take a while to reboot. And Gray's like kind of freaking out. He's like, we need to go. Because he sees like on the TV there that yeah. Fisk is there. And uh, she's like, all right, I got to go. And she's like, you can't leave me here. And she's like, we can't let them win. And like, I didn't really get what like she was talking about here. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, she's obviously like anti-government and whatnot or something. Yeah. Or like anti-corporation or something yeah. like that. But... Yeah, I I didn't really get this part either. Yeah, so Fisk is there with his other buddy. <clears throat> um, they like they're like about to go up, and then his buddy like just fucking like has his arm and just starts shoving bullets Shock into his shoves. arm. So yeah. cool. Yeah. So they get upstairs. Gray starts running away, and uh, Aaron's guys are coming to get Gray because. They shut him down, so they're coming to bring him back. Yeah, because they assume he's just, like, fucking a vegetable or something. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Gray's, like, running away from the sidekick guy, and Fisk is, like, at the top of the stairs, and he, like, sees the elevator coming up. He has, like, fucking, like, Superman vision, like, mm-hmm. sees the fucking x-ray coming up, and he just fucking, like, points his arm at the thing, and just shoots, and just blows the fucking people's heads yeah. right off. Before the door even fucking opens. Yeah. They're not even at their floor yet. No, they're not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Gray's, like, running away from, like, the sidekick guy. He runs up on the roof. And then Gray is, like, like, what are we going to do? Like, what are, we need to do something. And then Stem's, like, oh, don't worry. I'm going to end this quickly. And, boy, does he fucking end it quickly. Ah, <laughs> uh, The guy, like, comes up behind the door. And Gray's, like, right there. He, like, pushes him down, and it, honestly, it's, like, fucking two seconds. Yeah. He just snaps the guy's arm, points it toward his head, and just blows his head off with his own fucking 
handgun. With his, with, yeah, with his arm gun. Oh, man. So fucking cool. It was. That was the other one that I was talking about, obviously. Like, yeah. those two kills in this movie are fucking oh, wicked. Oh, man. Just busts his arm yeah. and blasts his head off. Um, so, yeah, Greg leaves, and then uh, Fist comes up and sees uh, his buddy, Headless. <laughs> <laughs> So Gray just kind of like walks into his apartment and his fucking mom is there and he's walking. Obviously he's in his wheelchair because his buddy jacked it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, his mom's like obviously shocked. So Gray has to kind of tell her like, you can't fucking tell anyone about what happened. Like yeah. why I'm walking. Um, and then Cortez shows up. He's back in his wheelchair or no, he's in his bed. And Cortez is like, oh, we found your wheelchair, like, near another crime scene. Yeah. She's like, what were you doing there? And he was like, oh, like, I was just trying to help you guys out, you know. And she's kind of asking, like, well, what are you, like, looking to get? Like, she's like, I just want to find the guys who did this. Mm-hmm. And, like, he says, I almost got jumped and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so his mom and stuff like that leave or Cortez leaves and mom like leaves the room and then he's like kind of like freaking out a bit. He tells Stem to like get out of his head and then Stem leaves and uh <clears throat> in this scene before she left Cortez left the mic in his room. Yeah. And uh no one noticed. And Stem does, doesn't he? No he doesn't. No. He mentions it in the next scene when Oh okay, her. my bad, sorry. But uh yeah. And I thought it was funny like at this scene like whenever he Tells him like to get in my head. He's just like laying there mm-hmm. and like talking to Stem and Stem really answers and he's like, Stem, what are you doing? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> it's like I'm doing nothing. <laughs> um so yeah. So Gray gets in his car and um Stem pretty much says <clears throat> that uh Stem doesn't need his permission anymore to like take over his body basically. And so they're driving to, uh, Aaron's to, uh, figure out like what the hell's going on. Yeah. And he, Cortez is following them and Gray's like, Oh, how did she know I was here? And then, um, Gray's like, Oh, it's probably like a listening device. And then he finds a listening device and Gray's. And then at this point between is like, how the fuck did Stem like not notice it? And then like the next yeah. scene, like Stem's like, oh, like it's not, it doesn't have any uh, electronic, electronic stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so Gray can't get away from Cortez on this highway. And then Gray's like freaking out, like you need to help me you need to do something. And he's like, I can't do anything. There's nothing like electronic. Your car's not electronic and neither is her car. Yeah. And then, so the chase is going on for a few minutes longer. And then Stem's like, hold on. Like, I think I can help you. And then, like, goes ahead to this guy in the car from the beginning, the, the electronic car. Mm-hmm. And then Stem just fucking takes it over and just <laughs> sends it backwards. Like, oh, if I was that guy, I'd be losing my mind. Yeah. Um, so he pretty much uses the other car to smash into Cortez's car. Uh, she doesn't die. She just gets fucked up. Yeah. So Cortez goes back to <clears throat> Gray's place and asks Pam, his mom, like, what's going on, stuff like that. And then Pam obviously has to tell her. So Gray shows up at Fisk's, not Fisk's place, at uh, Aaron's place. And you find out that the, or no, yeah, sorry, I'm going to have myself. Yeah, it was Fisk. Yeah, he goes to Fisk's, like, 
hideout or apartment and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you find out that uh, the wife wasn't the hit, that it was actually gray. Um, and it wasn't a bullet that was shot in the neck. It was like a medical uh, procedure to like paralyze him pretty much. Yeah. So he just starts like fucking having this epic fight. And I think uh, Fisk says like something, oh, your wife was just like a bonus to kill her. Yeah, and that's when he kind of like loses yeah. his fucking... So when they start like fighting each other, um, it's a pretty sick fight actually. Like yeah. uh, Stan like tells him like, this guy is predicting like my every move. Like I can't beat him. He's almost like confusing Stem. Like yeah. Stem can't believe that he's yeah. Doing and then like Fisk is about to kill uh, Gray, and then Stem's like, "You need to do something yourself." Like Gray needs to do something. Yeah. Then Gray's just like, "Oh, your brother Cirque, who was the guy who killed the beginning. He was your brother, eh?" He's like, "I like pretty much like chopped his head off or something like that." Yeah. And then Fisk gets like kind of like. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? He gets like blind with rage. Yeah, blind with rage. Yeah, and uh, and then Stem like finds an opening and like <clears throat> just like kicks him, and then he like falls onto like this, I don't know, like a fucking metal piece or something. Yeah, like he gets impe- impaled in like the back of the head. I think it was glass that impaled him. Though, yeah. That? So then, before Fisk died, you find out that uh, Aaron was the one that hired Fisk. Mm-hmm. So Gray's going to Aaron's. Um, he's like about to kill Aaron, and then Cortez shows up, and <clears throat> Stem just like starts going to work. He like beats the fuck out of uh, <laughs> out of Cortez. Is like about to kill her, and then Stem wants to kill her, but then Gray like is trying to stop him, like saying like No, like she's not the one you need to kill. Like don't kill her. Yeah. And then Gray like stabs his own hand. And then Stem just keeps taking over and he's like, has Cortez like up on the wall, like choking her. Yeah. And then Gray's like, he's like, use the taser, use the taser on me. And then she uses a taser and like electrocutes Stem and he gets like kind of like paralyzed for a sec. Yeah. And then um, Aaron has a gun and he says that uh, he doesn't run the company anymore. He hasn't for years that STEM has been the one that has been fucking running the company. Mm -hmm. And you kind of get this like flashback of um, pretty much like STEM telling Aaron what to do. Like STEM was in his ear, like at the hospital, like setting all this up because STEM wanted a, wanted to be human pretty much. And gray was one of the rare specimens that's, in this world now that doesn't have any implants in him at all. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, he like goes up to Aaron and then fucking just stabs Aaron right in the fucking head with the, the knife that's like in his hand. Yeah. It was cool. It was a cool kill. Yeah. And, uh, so Aaron's dead and stem is like, still kind of like talking to gray and gray is like telling him like, no, pretty much. And, um, and then he like goes to shoot Cortez and Gray shoots himself in the neck. And then he wakes up in the hospital and Asha is there with him. And then she like starts kissing him stuff and he's like confused and happy. And then this part, like I forgot about this part when the first time I watched it. Like I was kind of pissed at first, mm-hmm. but then after it was like, 
Then it goes back to Gray standing with the gunner Cortez yeah. and just fucking um, shoots Cortez. And then Stem is like, uh, Aaron, like, I'm Gray now. Like, Gray's no more. Like, Gray's mind is broken. Yeah. And he's pretty much like in his mind in like his happy place. Yeah. And like, Stem is Gray now. Completely taken over his body. Yeah. yeah. And then, so Cortez is dead, and then um, Stam just walks walks out of there, and that's the way the uh, blood splatters. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, this movie almost lost me. Yeah, because I'd never seen it before, right? Yeah. So that ending, whenever he yeah. wakes up in the hospital bed, I was like, "This motherfucker yeah. was dreaming the thing the whole time." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "No, done with yeah. this movie." And then they came back around with it. I was like, okay, that's a sick ending. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Sarah, like we watched, I watched most of it last night. I think I had a half an hour left to watch today. She only watched about half of it last night. Yeah. And then she watched like the last 20 minutes with me tonight. Yeah. And even she was like, wow, he was dreaming it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, if that's the ending, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. But no, like it was actually really good. Um, was she there for the first kill? Uh, no, actually she wasn't. No, okay. So maybe she only watched like the first half hour of it yeah. with me. But yeah, no, I don't think she was there for it. Nice. But, uh, <coughs> excuse me. So yeah, for my story, I gave it a seven out of 10. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed the movie, but like, I don't want to say it's been done before, but like it's, we've kind of seen this sort of idea before. Yeah. I pretty much kind of say the same thing. Yeah. But I mean, it was still like really good and like it was well acted and well scripted and everything like that. Like, yeah, like Lee Wanell did a great job with it. Yeah. Um, but it's not like it was anything really original no. per se. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that being said, I did really enjoy it regardless. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I gave the quality a nine out of 10. Nice. Uh, some of these fight scenes were fucking insane. Like, I love them. Yeah. How, uh, um, whatever the fuck his name is, Tom Hardy. Logan Marshall Green. That's it. <laughs> uh, like, the way that he did the fight scenes, like, yeah. he fucking did a great and job. he didn't, like, most of his stunts, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I loved the cinematography with this. Like, the some of the shots that they did were so cool oh, and, like, man. innovative. Yeah. Like, the way that they, like, zoomed out and, like, they were showing yeah. like the drone footage and that one scene that you mentioned where they kind of did like a 360 yeah. around. Um, oh, excuse me. It kind of had like a, almost like a guns akimbo feel to it sometimes mm-hmm. every, like every once in a while. Yeah. Um, I really like that. Uh, some of the gore was fucking wild. Like when buddy <laughs> gets his head blown off and then like the, the knife through the fucking jaw was wicked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um yeah that's all i got like story seven and ten quality nine out of ten cool uh my story i also gave a seven out of ten all right um i really like the plot in this one uh, i thought it did a really good job of like mixing kind of like the present and future yeah because like uh gray is like this old school guy who doesn't want to go to the future like listen to these old records and works on these old cars and yeah. like no one else does like even his wife like kind of makes fun of him like in the movie like yeah. how he fixes these old cars. Um, like you said, it's like kind of an original story, but like not really. Yeah. Um, I thought the script was good. 
uh, just like that one line that he says about like the ninja line. <laughs> I didn't like it, but whatever. <laughs> um, uh, the other characters, like Gray's character, mm-hmm. I thought was like really like I really loved his character. Yeah. The other characters weren't really like fleshed out too much, like Aaron, mm-hmm. like a little bit. Yeah, but the other characters are like, kind of like, yeah. I really liked Stem. Oh yeah, like, I didn't really like, think of him. Like yeah. if you think of Stem as a character, I really liked him. Yeah. Um, and then for quality, also gave a nine out of ten. Shit. Um, uh, Logan Marshall Green like fucking absolutely killed this performance. Yeah. Like, like not just like his acting, but like, like the fight scenes and stuff. Like where he his body is like robotic, and then his face has has have all those like like expressions, yeah. right? It's that's amazing. Yeah, he did a really good. And like you said, the action is like fucking top notch. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I saw in trivia to get some of those fight scenes with him, they actually hid a camera cell phone on Logan's body. Really? So that they could get like different shots and stuff like that. Huh? Yeah, that's cool. Um, the camera work, like you said, and the editing was really well done. Um, like the the fight scenes, there wasn't like any shaky shaky cam at all. Even though yeah. it, like wasn't like too much action scenes but the ones that there were was uh really well done um this movie is a lot funnier than i remembered it being mm-hmm. um and like the gore is like really well done for what there is yeah like you said and like all the humor comes between uh gray and stem yeah like he's like yeah it's almost like he's talking to himself and like calling himself an idiot like yeah sometimes and then, like but... the scenes when he's like beating the fuck out of the guys with the plate yeah he's, like what the fuck yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So, yeah, 7 and 9 out of 10. All right, cool. Not too often we have the same scores. I know. All right, you guys know our score, so let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. Uh, the con- critics' consensus, like its augmented protagonist, upgrades old-fashioned innards get a high-tech boost. One made even more powerful thanks to sharp humor and solid and a solidly well-told story. Hmm. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the critics scored it? Hmm. Not many people talk about this movie, to be honest. That's, that is true. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say like 84. Oh, you're close. They gave it an 88%. All right. Sweet. On 188 ratings. Nice. And the audience scored at 87% on 5,700 ratings. Nice. So, I mean, if you, we had 16 out of 20, so I'd say we're close to that. Yeah. 80% roughly. Yeah. All right. You want to head over to that scare section? Yes, sir. <laughs> Okay, what did you rate it on the scare scale? So I give it a 4 out of 10. Really? Yeah. Okay, do tell. Like, maybe it was a bit too high. Like, just this is based off the gore okay. scenes. Okay. Like, the, the few gore scenes that were are, like, really well done. Like, I would love to fucking know how they did that knife kill at the beginning. Yeah. And uh, the surgery scene made me cringe. Um yeah, just like the gore in this movie is pretty much why it gave it such a high score. Like, it's, you just don't, like you said, like, if I didn't watch the trailer, because it shows it in the trailer. Yeah. But like you, like, you don't fucking see that coming at all. No, you don't. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah, four to ten, maybe a score too high, but I'll stick with it. Okay. 
right. Uh, I gave it a one out of 10 okay. for a scare rating. Um, I said, it's not scary at all. Besides the fact that like, this could be our future. And like, that's kind of a scary okay. thought to think about. Yeah. Um, but I found it like more of a sci-fi, sci-fi action flick than, than a horror movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There was like that thriller aspect for sure. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of it was just like action and, um, like futuristic sci-fi stuff. Yeah. All right. What was your scariest scene? Uh, my scariest scene. Um, I went with the first uh, fight scene kill. Okay. Uh, just cause that even like the camera shot, because like the, the room at the rain is kind of like dark and the like blinds are closed. So yeah. You kind of get like the camera's like on the side of him when he pulls the knife. Yeah. And you don't see like the full kill. It's just kind of like blurry out a bit. You can yeah. see his mouth just split right open. Yeah. And fuck, man, it's amazing. It was wild, yeah. Yeah, so I got to go with that. Cool. All right. Uh, I said the very ending because I thought they ruined the whole movie <laughs> by making <laughs> like it seem answer. like it was all a dream. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I didn't find this movie scary at all. I can agree with what you're saying, like, with the gore and that kill, I guess, yeah. Yeah. It's one of the fucking cooler kills that I that I've seen in recent history. Yeah. So it was like really, it was awesome. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Would you survive? I put no. All right. You can't survive against AI, man. I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. But I don't know, like, how to look at this because, like. Like, who are we? Are we saying, like... if Like, if, are you physically alive? Are you mentally alive? Like... Uh, I'm mentally alive. I think I'd end up, like, great. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Like, if you were taken over by STEM. Yeah. Like, I can see that, then. Yeah. I said that I would survive because I'm thinking more, like, physically. Like, right. Because Greg, like, keeps your body moving and stuff. That's, that's true. But yeah. I do... Yeah. I mean, if your body's moving and your mind's not there, are you really yeah. alive? Exactly, yeah. And this is getting really deep. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. We're finding uh, more meaning to life on this episode than anything. Yeah. All right. So you would die. I would survive. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't be actually alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Um, this is another top five episode, and because this is a Blumhouse movie, Brooke, you made yep. the choice to do a top five Blumhouse movies list. Yeah. Also, before we get into this, um, I have a question for, I've been really listening to a lot of uh, Deathless podcast episodes, and if you're listening to this, I don't know if they will be, but why do you hate Blumhouse so much? That's a fucking good question. Like, I know they have a lot of really bad movies. They do. But from our list that we made, I know that they definitely have some, like, A++ movies. Yep. So what's your beef with Blumhouse? I'd really like to know. That's a good question. Shoot us a message on Instagram. I'm going to tag them in this post, too, so that they see that. Yeah. Um, Before we started recording, I told you that I had a bone to pick with you. Oh, shit. The bone is now. Okay. You expect me to pick five fucking movies to put on this list, man? Yeah. I was looking through this shit and I was just like, uh, like there's 20 movies that I want to put on this (laughs) list. 
My honorable mentions have <clears throat> 11 movies. What the fuck? <laughs> I couldn't narrow it down. And that's like taking a lot of them away, too. Like, that's taking away sequels and shit, too. Okay, well, I must have just looked at the fucking main movies that were on the films produced. Would you... Unless I looked at a wrong list or something, uh, man. Oh, maybe. I had a hard time with it, too, but fuck. Oh, dude. They're, like... I probably took out about 20 movies that I could have added on there. Yeah. All right, let's get into this fucking list. All right. What's your honorable mentions? All right. Well, clearly you looked at a different list than I did, but... Maybe. Anyway. I'll send you the list that I looked at. Sure, yeah, do that. I got two, three, four movies. On your honorable mentions? Yes. Okay. Um, First one is Sinister. Yeah. Only reason I've only watched this movie once... Um, I know that it is a good movie. I know a lot of people love it, yep. but I have only watched it once, and it was like when it first came out, like fuck, eight years ago, ten years ago. Yeah. Um, Creep Two, very hard to keep off my top five. Uh, kind of pissed I didn't put it on there, but I fucking love that movie. Um, did you end up watching the sequel? I never watched the sequel yet. No, no I haven't. But I've heard great things about it. Yeah. Uh, third movie is The Purge. Um, okay. Not like a great movie, but just like the thought of The Purge is fucking terrifying. Definitely. <laughs> and then this one was hard to keep off my top five as well, but uh, Paranormal Activity. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's all of them then? Yeah. All right. So all the ones that are in your honorable mentions are also in my honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, so I have Paranormal Activity. I yeah. have Insidious, which really fucking cut me deep to not put that on my top five list. Okay, yeah. Uh, Sinister, The Purge. Another one that cut me really deep was Unfriended Dark Web, because I fucking love that movie. I know you do, yeah. Um, and I even kept out the original on this list because my list was long enough as it was. <clears throat> uh, next is The Hunt, which hurt. Um, the yeah, visit. see, that wasn't on the list I looked at. Okay, so I don't know. Maybe I looked at a wrong list. Maybe. Anyway, but keep they going. said the hunt was there. Uh, the visit, um, split, happy death day, upgrade, and Halloween 2018. Damn. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I, like I took a lot out. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could have put a lot of those movies on it too, but yeah. All right. What's your number five? So my number five is Split. Okay. Uh, this one was like fucking moving all up and down my list. I still haven't watched Glass yet. Me either. Like, and it really pisses me off I that know. I haven't watched it. <laughs> me too. Like, it's on Crave. I have access to it. Yeah. Just haven't watched it. I kind of want to watch Split again before yeah. I watch it. And Glass. Unbreakable too. Yeah, true. But uh, Split, the only reason that this is on my list is... For two reasons, uh, James McAvoy, fucking killer performance. Unreal. Like, I, I can't even describe it, man. Yeah, and uh, and they cut out a lot of stuff too. Like there was oh, supposed to be they? even more characters that he was portraying, that's and that's insane. that was in Glass. That's it was insane. Either, yeah, it was in one of them, but like they cut out like twenty characters that he was supposed to do. Yeah, um, and uh, Anna Taylor Joy, that her name Anya. Taylor, Taylor Joy, Joy. yeah. Um, this was kind of her breakout performance, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, she did a really great job. And then 
watching this movie for the first time and at the end of the movie whenever has the fucking TV and then you see the camera pans over it's fucking Bruce Willis here you're like holy shit yeah. yeah like that that's nuts Sarah and I watched it together I think in theaters and that scene happened and I was just like oh my god she's like what I'm like that's fucking Bruce Willis. She's like, yeah. So I'm like, this is a fucking sequel to Unbreakable. She's like, what's Unbreakable? Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Like for that to go like unnoticed. Yeah. Like like before movie gets released. Yeah. Amazing. Huge. Yeah. So yeah, split by number five. Great movie. Yeah. My number five is Hush, which came out. A few years ago. I did not see that on the list I saw. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This movie took like the home invasion um, subgenre to like a whole nother level. Um, Like the the main character in this movie, she's deaf. And she is being fucking tormented by a guy who breaks into her house. And she has no idea that he's there for like the first half of the movie. And it's fucking insane. And then she ends up obviously kicking ass and she does not get enough recognition in my opinion. I can't remember what her name is. Is in the movie. she on house on haunted haunting or the haunting of Hill house? She <laughs> might be, but like, I mean like even as a final girl, yeah. like she doesn't get enough credit. Like you always see like, Oh, this movie, like I think without, I think my top five would have been the same to be honest. Even I'd looked at your list. The yeah. Movie you had. This movie is actually fucking scary. Yeah, it is. Like, it really um, puts you in the shoes of her. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, because it's the fucking same director <clears throat> that did uh, Haunted of Haunting Hill House. Yeah, so she was in The Haunting on Hill, of Hill House. Um, and she was also in uh, Gerald's Game. Not, like, the main character, but she was in it. Uh, Mike Flan- Flannery? Flanagan. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I hope uh, our boys do him, but I don't know how many movies he's released. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that movie kicks ass. She was also in Oculus. Huh. Which is another Blumhouse movie that almost made my honorable mention. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. uh, Yeah. Hush is a fucking great movie. Yeah. What's your number four? So my number four is actually the movie that we just watched. Okay. Upgrade. Cool. Yeah. Um, so do you want to tell me what you think about it? (laughs) Yeah. Just give me an hour. Okay. (laughs) All right, cool. Uh, my number four is not a horror movie. And I think it's the one that you were talking to me about earlier today or yesterday. Yeah. Uh, whiplash. Okay. Was it? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. (laughs) Um, yeah, not a horror movie at all. Like not even trying to be a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, just a fucking fantastic movie. Um, Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons have like um, incredible on-screen chemistry. Like yeah. they're they hate each other. Yeah, in the movie, but it's so good. Such a great, great movie. Oh yeah. Um, and if you haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. My number three is Insidious. <clears throat> um, these like. The last three movies, like, fucking switched out. So hard. So hard, man. Uh, Insidious just, 
actually a James Wan movie, I think, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. And Lee Wanell. And Lee Wanell, yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie is terrifying. Um, really well done. It's kind of like the introduction <laughs> to the Conjuring universe a bit. Like, it's like sense, like yeah. the uh, like the, the two the characters. Yeah, like uh, the two uh, fucking paranormal people, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, anyway, but uh, he play, it's a different character in Insidious, though. Oh right, yeah, yeah. It's same, same actor, actor, same actor, yeah, different sorry, character, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, Insidious, great <laughs> movie. Um, still scary. Um, the rest of the movies are actually pretty decent too, for the most part. The first and second one were really good. I think three was all right. Yeah, um, I haven't watched the last key. It was trash. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So Insidious is my number three. All right, cool. Oh, excuse me, my number three is Creep. Wow. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't seen the second one yet, like we mentioned in the honorable mentions, but uh, I've heard it's even better than the original. I like it better than the yeah. original. But I mean, it, it was like a super, super creepy movie. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, especially like Mark Duplass. I'd never seen him in anything other than the league. So to see him in a horror yeah. movie, I was like, wow, this is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he directed it or produced it as well. He did. Yeah. Um, so it was really, it was like, I don't know. It was kind of cool to see him in something other than a comedy TV yeah. show. Um, yeah. But I really enjoy it. That's a good one for sure. All right. My number two is the movie that you just talked about a little while ago. Okay. Uh, the only non-horror movie on my list, I'll Whiplash. Nice. Dude, I could watch this movie literally any time of the day yeah. and not get sick of it. Yeah. Like, that's how fucking good this movie is. Uh, Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons, amazing. The music in it is amazing. Um, the few, like, twists and turns in it, you don't see coming. Yeah. And, like, J.K. Simmons, he fucking deserved his Oscar for this. Oh, he did. He for is sure. fucking terrifying in this. Yeah. Uh, like, not in a horror perspective, but, like, just no. as, like, a terrible human being. Yeah, like, he literally fucking <laughs> hurls a symbol at his fucking <laughs> band player. Fuck, yeah. I don't want to watch this movie again. It's been a while. Very good movie. Um, yeah, I can never get sick of this movie, honestly. My number two is The Invisible Man. Okay. Yeah. Like, the one from last year. Yeah. Uh, such a fucking fantastic movie. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to say it surprised me, but like it kind of did. Like I was expecting it to be good because it looked really good from the trailers, but like I didn't expect it to be as good as yeah. it was. Like it was probably my best, like my favorite movie from, did it come out in 2019 or was it 2020? This year. Yeah. So, so far it's my favorite horror movie yeah. of the year. I think Lord I didn't put it on my list because I haven't sat with it enough. Okay. Because like I fucking loved it too. Like, <clears throat> I watched it and then that night I think I told you I'm like, man, you need to watch this. Yeah. And like we kind of watched it together and kind of like, yeah. a bit, yeah. Um, but it like it scared the shit out of me. Me too. Like when she's up in yeah. the attic and she throws that paint can down and the fucking like paint goes around her body. I jumped like, the fuck out oh, of yeah. it. Oh yeah. Well didn't you say you like actually screamed at <laughs> I <one> probably <laughs> did, yeah. Yeah. 
it was like it was actually a very scary movie and it yeah. was really really well done yeah. and it was another lee one l movie yeah surprise surprise yeah um but yeah yeah i think the only reason i didn't put on my list because I, I just haven't sat with it enough okay like it's like a fucking like brand new movie like that's we, fair. we just watched it like three months ago that's fair something like that um so i know what your number one is then yeah <laughs> and that's why i was confused yeah so okay um but i think i think i do like whiplash more than invisible man okay yeah all right i need to rewatch whiplash yeah it's been a been a couple of years for me yeah but uh yeah my number one is get out okay um we talked about this movie a lot. We yeah. haven't featured it on the podcast yet, but I'm sure it'll pop up sometime here soon. Definitely. Uh, that's my number one. Yeah, me too. Cool. That's why I was like, okay, maybe Get Out's not actually a Blumhouse movie. I, like, I couldn't uh, remember. Okay, you thought maybe Invisible Man was going to be my number one? Yeah. Well, yeah, I was just kind of surprised that like those two weren't on your list, but yeah. it makes sense for Invisible Man why it wouldn't have been. Right. Um, but yeah, and then I'll send you that list and like, the movies that are on it are fucking, it's wild. Yeah. It's insane. I can't believe how many are on there. Yeah. Like how many good ones. But yeah, my number one is also Get Out. Which, like, Excuse I don't me. understand why, like, Deathless is on, like, Blumhouse. But, Blumhouse does have a lot of shitty movies. They do. They like, do. Fantasy Island, Truth yeah. or Dare. Oh, um, 100%. Terrible yeah. movies. Right. And uh, Daniel's going to love this, but it's kind of ironic that Lucy Hale is in both of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, their great movies outweigh their terrible movies, in my opinion. Yes, 100%. So, yeah. All right. You want to know what we're watching next week? Yes, I really do. Okay. So I was telling you that uh, Sarah, my wife, <clears throat> for those who that don't know, um, she wanted me to do deep blue sea because it's shark week this week. And I told her I would do it or we would do it. Yeah. If she came on for the episode, she yeah. originally agreed to it. Then she said, well, no, like then like we have to find someone to watch the kids. Cause <laughs> I, blah, blah, blah. Um, but anyway, so I'm going back to my original pick. It's a movie that I've really, really wanted to watch. I see it all over Instagram. People are posting about it like fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, and it's from this year, maybe last year. It's a very new movie, though. Okay. Um, Harpoon. Harpoon. Yeah. I have not seen it. Really? Okay. I knew you hadn't seen it, yeah. but I thought maybe you would have seen like people posting about I it. don't remember seeing anyone post about it. But I feel like Tenth yeah. Circle did a review on it not too long ago, too. Okay. I know I've seen it like a bunch of times, and I th- think it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Cool. So should be an easy one for us to find. Sweet. But apparently it's amazing. All right. So I'm looking forward to I it. I really want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. So yeah, next week we're doing Harpoon. All right, guys, like always, you can find us on Instagram at the podcast on Elm Street, underscores between each word. Um, if you go to our page, there's a link in our bio that will send you to our Patreon account um, and also to our Public account if you want to buy some merch. We have uh, a couple new designs up there right now, and it would be greatly appreciated if uh, if you would purchase something with our logo on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh in that in that link in the bio there's also links to uh where you can listen to us and whatnot um we're posting on instagram more often now we're trying to be a little more active uh we have a facebook account now 
So you can mm-hmm. add us on there, a podcast on Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, and Brooke, you're kind of taking care of that one. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything cool. else you want to add? Or? No, I think that's it. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you.